Tanandi is the Festival of Contemporary Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art. The exhibition is at the Art Gallery of South Australia until the 30th of January 2022. You can view the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au. Hello, my name is Angelina Kolowalo Karadarabuna. I come from Colombo community, a remote community in Nepal, northeast Kimberley. I, I am an artist and a supervisor at the Art Centre. I've heard the name now pronounced Wanjina and Wanjina. Is what's the preferred way to say that? Wanjina. Wanjina. Can you tell us first about Wanjina for anyone who doesn't know? Wanjina, our ancestors believed that he was a god. He created the land. He's a god to us. He brings in the rain. He's the rainmaker, and he's the creator for creations. And your works all focus on Wanjina. Can you tell us about those works? On my work, I've I've done a lot of... I mainly do Wanjina because of my mother. We carry on from my mother. My mother's name is Menendil Lily Manglamara Karadara. And she's a famous artist too. So I've watched her paint Wanjina all my life and... She told me you, you have to carry on the tradition. Yeah, then the one you know, what I've made, uh, painted now, is the first, the beginning of time. So it appears in the cloud for the, for my ancestors to, to see him come out. The, the very first time he's, he, he's he seen appeared. by anybody. That he appeared. And so each of the four works is all that same story, just different yes. stages of it. Yes. And what did you use to, to paint these? I'd, I collected the ochre, natural pigment, collected the ochres, which is uh, different. One from the riverside is pure white. The other one is like cream from the um, seaside you collect. So it's, and you collect the green, that's a red gum sap, you collect when it's dry, then you boil it, you boil the, the white gum sap, and you mix it, you mix it with water, you boil it up, you let it set to dry, um, cool down, you pour it the liquid in another bottle or tin, bottle is very hard because it sticks to the bottle when it's when you don't use it oh uh, yeah yeah it's it's fast it's dry out real quick so you just have to mix a little bit use it mix a bit more use it yeah and you get to heat it up so every now and then you get to heat the, the gum up oh. create the colors yeah so if you want the cream you have to mix a little bit of the white gum to make that color that you want so if you want a dark color you'll have a dark dark reddish color mm -hmm. um mixed with the white that's the, so the resin is the dark reddish naturally yes. yeah yes. and and the ochre is enough to make you can make that turn white if you use enough of it if you use a lot of ochres on it all right mm -hmm. all natural 
And is it easy enough to to find the materials that you collect them yourself? So you just you just go out and you get it all in one day? Yes. Yeah. So you have to go to various places to collect the orcas. So if you want to collect the orcas from upstream, from upriver, you have to go up upriver to collect it. And there's a lot of gum too as well. There, it's a driving distance. And is that hard work to gather? Yes, it's hard. It's very hard, um, especially in the summer. Kimberleys, we have two seasons. We have the rain and the hot season. So we collect the ochres dry season time, so it's very hot. So you have to be careful with your health and all that. If you, but if you're strong like like me, you can go, you can go out and collect. This is a walking distance. You park your car, you can walk one meter away or two meters or a mile. all depends which area you're, you're going to collect. Yeah, it's a very, very long process to, to make the ochres fine. You have to shift it so you get white ochres, red, yellow in that one area, especially in the especially up the stream when it's dry. So you can shift it and get the white ochre and separate the little red ochre and the yellow. they like little rocks, but they're very soft. Okay, oh, so they're coarser, so they just kind of stay in the sifter when you're doing that? Yes. Oh, yeah. So you just have only, only, only the white powder come. The other one, you... You don't throw the um, other ochre away. You put it in another container, then you mix, grind it up. And you shift it again and see what colour that comes out, like a pink or reddish, yellowish kind, mm-hmm. orangey. So it's beautiful, beautiful colours you can mix with. When you're collecting the ochre, is it in the ground? Is it in cliffs? Like yes. Yeah. So you have to physically dig it out? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hard work, yes. Yeah, and is it plentiful that you can go up, there's a big pile of ochre there and you know you, you've got what yes. you're looking for? Yes, and it's fun collecting. Yeah. yeah. You just get to say, tell, tell the other artists, oh, this is my little area, you have that area. So, But we put it all in one bucket or one big container, you know. So we all share that ochre. Oh, great. We collect and we share. And what about the resin? What's the process in collecting that? Do you do that at the same time as when you're collecting the ochre? Yes. Yes, in the same season, dry season. So when we go out on our country and see a white gum tree with the, with the sap flowing from the tree, just collect it from the bottom. Because the, the, the sap that's oozing out is wet and you don't want that. You want the dry... So you collect the dry, and there's a lot of bark and sticks and grass in it. So you gotta shift it around, be careful, so you don't have to have the liquid with sticks and thing in it to paint on it. That will be no good. Mm-hmm. So you have a clear liquid. So you mix that liquid with the ochre. Well, sometimes you, it's a bush medicine too. So okay. you put it aside, make it light color, 
So you mix the color, um, the liquid with water, make it more light yeah. to drink, and it's a, it is a, it is a medicine. Okay, as well, and a medicine that you take or that you yeah. apply on something. No, or? you drink it. Yeah, it's a bitter, but okay, bitter but good for you. Yes, we have um, seasonal collection, collecting bush materials. Yeah, so you have the. The wet season to collect the barks, like I said, to make the bark more suffer and easy to work on. Oh, so the actual bark that you'll paint onto? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yes. And then the pigments and the resin, you have to get that during the dry? Yes. So oh, you wow. save that one for a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> and you've not so long ago done the the West Farmers Program at the National Gallery of Australia in Canberra as well. What was that like? Heading over to there and exciting, and it was it was it was a very new experience for me. You know, I I was nervous. I I, I didn't know what I was going to <laughs> for, but when they finally told me what I was there for, I said okay. So we had a artist talk. Talk about other people's art. What do you see in that art? So we had to pick a painting um, to, to, to tell the audience, what do you think about this art? Is it similar to your art in back home? And what does it re- represent? So I done that. I done that. I made a speech and I... I had to explain the colours from the back, the layers. Was that from an artist from yeah, your from region? Yeah, from an artist from a desert. Yeah. I don't even know the artist, but we had to talk about his art and about what do you think about his art and what is he trying to say or what is he telling us, like where he was travelling and all that. Yeah. And I, I talked about that and it was... Very good experience I had there with AWEP. Learning, learning to create all the art, make it perfect, talk about the art. We had to have a speech. It'd be an interesting process to see how they store and preserve artworks as well. Because yes. you kind of we only get to see what's on the walls, but there's so much more yes. behind the behind scene. behind the scene. Yes. Amazing what you see behind the scenes. You have to be careful. The collections are at the back of the scenes. We, we, I, I mean, I and other workers too. We had to identify some artwork behind the scene, which um, artwork belonged to which tribe, which community. So I had to, I had to identify some artwork from old people from my community. And who I would, if I'm related to them, which I was related to the old people, I saw my mum and dad's artwork <laughs> at the National Gallery. I cried. I wouldn't think it was up there. And now it's it's me, my mum, painting up on the wall. So I finally. Made a little place for myself on top in between my mum and dad, so I'm there. 
That's fantastic. What an amazing story. So they didn't realise it was it was your mum's work before you went over to identify it? I knew. You knew? Yep. I can recognise my mum's painting and my dad's and my own. My brother's, my sister's painting. We all do different art, but it's based on one figure. And that's the one, you know. Tanandi is presented by the Art Gallery of South Australia with principal partner BHP and support from the Government of South Australia. View the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au.